Hello everyone, how is everyone doing today? I hope that you are feeling energized and full of life. I am feeling amazing and I am super excited to be here with you today. This weekend was one of the best weekends that I have had in a long time and not for the reasons that you would think. Now aside from going to church, I did absolutely nothing. Yes, that is right. I didn't do a thing. I mean, I took a nap after church. Then I spent the weekend watching movies with my kids and then binge watching shows on Hulu and Netflix. It was an awesome and relaxing weekend. Now, one of the shows that we've been doing, we've been binge watching is The Office. Now, I used to be really into that show way back when it first came out. But it's hilarious because I haven't watched it in years. And now all of a sudden, I have been watching it from like season one, episode one with Kennedy, my 12 year old. And we have been loving it. Oh my goodness, we have all been laughing and having so much fun. And even my um, 11-year-old and 9-year-old are watching the show. Of course, my husband's watching it too because we think it's so hilarious. So yeah, as a family, we are binge-watching The Office. That's what we were doing this weekend. I think we're up to season 3 now. But it was amazing because aside from that, we did nothing. Now, if you're like me, I know your weekends are filled and packed and busy. And oh my goodness, if you are active in your church or in your community, then you never really get a chance to relax because there's just so much to do, so much to get done, and there's never enough time. Now, I am so bad until even when I'm relaxing, I am working or I'm thinking about a way to get something done that is just what I needed to do. But... For me, this weekend, I took my mind off of work that needed to be done. I took my mind off of stuff I wanted to do, and I just relaxed. So actually having a weekend off to do nothing was a huge deal for me. I'm so glad that I took that time to relax because on Tuesday, because yeah, I work for the state and we had Monday off. Okay, I did work Monday, but I did my work from home with my podcast and my songwriting. I did all that, my personal work, as I like to call it. But it was nice to go to work today and just feel so refreshed and know that I have a whole new perspective on everything because I had a chance to relax and it really means a lot and I feel so much better. And it gave me a whole new perspective on everything that I'm doing and I just felt more motivated and creative. I feel like a new person, (laughs) like literally. I just feel so awesome and happy and free and relaxed. Like, really, I just feel so relaxed and inspired. So, for me, being able to take this weekend and have that time to refocus and refresh myself physically and mentally was totally amazing. Now, another great thing about this weekend is that my daughters actually got along. Yes, that was a miracle. Like, I have three daughters, and they're 9, 11, and 12. They are awesome and amazing kids, and they're so much fun to be around. But, oh... Do they ever fight all the time? They are constantly arguing and picking at each other to the point where it is just so annoying you just want to scream. I was talking to my sister the other day about this and she claims that we used to fight too when we were younger. Yeah, I kind of don't remember any of that. Any of that. 
I also grew up in a house with three sisters. I was the oldest. Then my sister Inez was the middle. We were like 13 months apart. And then my younger sister, Kayla, she's four years younger than me. And so, once again, three girls. So we grew up together. Now, I don't remember fighting a lot. I don't. But my younger sister claimed that I used to be the person to pick at her. Now, I don't believe that because I just remember me as being this awesome kid. You know what? I think if people had taken a picture of me when I was younger, they would have seen a halo because I was really a good kid. I had a heart of gold. I was kind. I was nice. So I don't understand how she thinks that I used to pick at her. But I think that she has memory problems. Yeah. I think she has that memory problems. Because I remember myself being a good kid. Unless... Alright, maybe I did pick a little, but I don't think it was like bad picking. It was just like being mischievous. And to be honest, I personally think I helped her grow up to be this wonderful, resilient person that she is now. Because I helped her realize at a young age, this world is not a perfect place. There are going to be people who might tease you or hurt your feelings, you know, stuff like that. But you have to get over it. So, I think that I helped her. But if you hear from her, she says things like, I picked at her, I made fun of her, I teased her. I don't remember any of that, so I'm not going to comment. But that's what she says. And my other sister says that too. So maybe if they're both remembering the same thing, maybe I picked a little, but it was all in fun and love. So I think I can let that go. Now, when it comes to my kids, though, I know they love each other. And they're always doing kind things toward each other. They are the people where if anyone pick up their sister, they're going to stand up for her. And they're not going to let anyone do or say anything to their sister. But when it comes to playing among themselves and fighting, it is a mess. Now, I think the thing that annoys me the most about the sibling rivalry is that they keep pickling, they keep picking at each other. And they keep trying to bring me into it. So, for instance, let's say... My daughter Kennedy, is one, let's say that Dawson takes Kennedy's toy. So Kennedy will get upset and she'll tell me about it. And then they'll start fighting about it. Then they'll be picking at each other back and forth, saying mean things. Then they'll keep coming to me. Well, she said this and she said that. No, I did this and I did that. I didn't do anything. So it goes back and forth. So, of course, I get tired of this. Yeah. And so I'm just like, listen, you are both in trouble. So I get every so you know whoever did the offense they get in trouble. Usually it ends up with people being in timeout. No one's happy, and then yeah, you know what happens next? They make up. They become friends again, and then they'll come to me, Mom, can Dawson get out of timeout? We're friends now, and I'm looking at them like, Well, you should have become friends before you got me involved in this and had me hand out punishments. Because now, just because you're friends, I do not feel like getting you out of timeout. You're going to sit this out and figure it out yourself. So, that's usually what I do. Because I'm trying to get them to a point where they realize they have to figure this out themselves. Now, I'm there if they need me. But I do think at the age that they are now, they should be able to figure things out for themselves. And not involve me in all their petty little arguments. So, yeah, I just let the other sister sit there and time out. And then I just tell them... That, well, next time, figure it out for yourself before you come to mommy because I put people in timeout. So I'm hoping they learn eventually, but they haven't so far. But this weekend, they were awesome. They were amazing little girls. They did not fight. They did not argue. 
And if they did have any tiny disagreement, they figured it out themselves. So I'm hoping this is that they've learned their lesson. Now, I know it would be ridiculous for me to think that this is going to last permanently, but it's lasting for now, so I'm happy about that. But my question is to all of you um, parents out there, especially if your kids are older or if you are remember you and your sibling fighting when you were younger but you get it all now like does it ever get better please tell me that it does get better because i would hope that as they start to get older like in their 20s 30s and 40s that they will get along and that they will not fight i'm not very optimistic at this point however because i watch tons of reality tv shows and i see all these grown-ups fighting and even in my real life because i don't base everything off reality tv I do see adult siblings still having fights and arguments and robberies. So I'm not very optimistic. So if there's anybody out there that can tell me that things does that things do get better, please go to our Music and Vibes Facebook page and you can either post your advice or message to me and let me know that it does get better. Any encouragement you want to give me, I would gladly appreciate because I do need some encouragement as a parent who have kids that are in a stage where they want to fight and bicker, any type of encouragement would be great to let me know that they do outgrow this. Or even if they don't outgrow it, that it gets better with time. Anything you have to say would be amazing. Now, if you are a sibling and you remember you and your brother and sister who used to fight, but now you get along, please tell me that as well. Anything that you guys have to tell me would be awesome especially if you have some information about what stopped you and your siblings from fighting i would appreciate that so once again just go to the music and vibes facebook page and you can either post your advice or message me your advice and i would love to hear from you This week, the topic that I want to talk about is God's love for us. Last week, we talked about dishonesty and trust, but this week, I just think we need to talk about love and how much we are loved by God and how we should love ourselves as well. Now, from the time I was a little girl, my mom would take me to church and teach me about God. A lot of my early memories are of my sisters and I singing in the children's choir, ushering, going to prayer meeting, you name it. If it was at church and it was happening, we were doing it. We even went to a private school. It was a private church school that our church had. And we went there until we graduated from eighth grade. Then after we went to eighth grade, we went to like private, um, we went to a private high school. And then the last two years of our high school years, we did homeschool. Now, I remember the first time that I went to a public school. Okay, that was when I went to college. Now, my first two years of college were uneventful because I went to a community college. The community college that I went to was small, and there were not a lot of things to do there. So I just focused on my classes. And at that school, well, at the community college, I was proud because I had like a 4.0. So I had an A average. So after two years of going to the community college, I transferred to South Carolina State University, which was also in my hometown of Orangeburg, South Carolina. Now, my college experience at South Carolina State University was a lot different than it was at the community college. Let me just begin by saying that I'm a very social person. I love to talk and meet people. So for me, to be surrounded by a whole lot of people on a big campus was awesome. My first semester at South Carolina State University, I was like a social butterfly. 
I met so many new people, and I went to tons of events that they had on campus. I even did some things that I never did before, like going to clubs and going to parties, because that was just something we were taught we shouldn't do. In addition to this, my grades were terrible. Of course they would be, since the only class I actually went to was a literature class. I would literally go to campus early every morning. Like I was going, and I had classes too, but I just went every morning. And I would just hang out at the pit, which was like a food court and like the hangout place for all the students. And if I had not hit rock bottom at midterms, which for me, rock bottom was getting a midterm grade of 0.6, which is equal to an F, I probably would have never gotten my act together and stopped partying. Who knows what would have happened to me? I know that sounds like a little dramatic, but when you think about it, it's not. So many young women go to parties and clubs and end up getting sexually assaulted, but that did not happen to me. There have been students who have gone to a club and lost their lives in a shooting, but that did not happen to me. Students have gone to parties and ended up getting addicted to alcohol and drugs, but that did not happen to me. I know. The story of my short-lived rebellion is laughable and even a little sad by some people's standards, but so many things could have happened during that very short lived rebellion that could have negatively impacted and changed the course of my life. But because God was watching over me, none of those things happened, and I am here to laugh about it now. When I think about my life, it just blows my mind how God has kept me from dangers that I did not even know existed, how God spared my life when I didn't even know my life was in danger. I know that if you just take a moment to look back over your life, you will be amazed at how God has delivered and spared your life. I am speechless when I think about how many times the Lord has mercifully gotten me out of situations that I recklessly got myself into. There is a chapter in the Bible that talks about if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, how all types of terrible things could have happened to us. And I think about this chapter each and every time that I think about my college experience. It is comforting for me to know that no matter what I have done or said, that God loves me. God doesn't love me because of anything that I have done. He loves me just because he is God, and that is who he is and what he does. God doesn't just love me because I have done something great for him. No, he loves me for me. God loves me because he is love. That is his character, and that is what he does, and that's who he is. Now, I'm telling you this because I don't want you to think that God can't love you because of a mistake that you have made or because of something you are currently doing. If anyone has told you that your sin is so bad that God cannot love you, that is a lie, and please do not believe them. It says in the Bible that while we were yet sinners, God died for our sins. So that verse lets us know that God loved us and that he loved us then and he loved us now, and that there is nothing that we can do or can, will ever do that will push him away from loving us. We are special to him, and he gave his life for us. Now, I don't know about you, but that is truly love. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look into the closest mirror that you can find and say these three words. I'll wait for a minute while you look for a mirror. Now, if you are not around a mirror, then look at your reflection in your cell phone. Yeah, you can actually do this if you just like hit your cell phone and you know when it goes to the black screen, you can see your reflection. Okay, I do this sometimes when I don't have a mirror and I'm putting on lip gloss or lipstick, but it works. So if you're not around the mirror, just do this with your phone. Look into the black screen of your cell phone. Point to yourself and say, God loves me. Okay, that was good. Now do it again. 
Say, God loves me. Okay, that was awesome. Say it one more time. Say, God loves me. Now feel free to do this exercise anytime that you are feeling like you are not good enough for God. On those days when you really mess things up, remind yourself that God loves you. Now, I know that everyone who's listening to this podcast is not religious and everyone does not always believe in God, but I know everyone for the most part believes in either God or a higher power. And whatever that is to you, I believe even when we say there's a higher power looking out for us, we are acknowledging in some form or fashion that there is a God who's looking down on us and who cares about us. No matter what we do, any success that we had, God was there. Any failure or sadness, God was there watching us. Nothing happens to us by mistake. We're not here by mistake. Anything that has happened to us was because there's God and he's watching us and he's looking out for us and he's taking care of us. Even in our worst situations, it's because of God that it wasn't a lot worse than it actually was. So I just want us to remember that as we go through our days today, throughout the rest of the week, as we just go through life, I want us to know that first, we matter to someone because we matter to God. Secondly, we are loved by someone and he loves us more than anyone in this whole entire world and that is God. And I want you to value yourself because think of it like this. We were created by God. So God created us. He put us here for a reason. We are important. And because we are important, we have something to do. Each one of us have a purpose for our lives. And that purpose may be something you know about. Maybe it's not something you know. But believe me, you will find out what your purpose is. And I believe God will show you what it is you are called to do. And why you are here on this earth and what he wants you to do. We are so, so special to God. And we are so important to him. And I think sometimes we let the opinions of other people and how people have made us think about ourselves and feel about ourselves, take that away from us. And it should not be taken away from us. We are important. We are special and we are loved. Regardless of what people think about you or what they say about you, you are important and God loves you. Regardless of what you've done or what you're doing or what you did, God loves you. And he will not just love you today. He'll love you tomorrow. And the day after, and the day after, he will love you just because of that of the fact that you are you. And it doesn't matter what you think about yourself or what you believe. God loves you regardless. Now, the song that we are going to listen to is called God Loves Me. Now, I wrote this song a couple years ago when a gospel singer that I used to listen to when I was younger um, was accused of a crime and actually had to go to prison. And... I remember when I first heard about that, I was actually quite shocked because I was just like, what happened? Like, how could you go from like here, like being a gospel singer, singing from a good family, you know, everything looked like it was going your way. How could you go from there to ended up going to prison for embezzlement or, you know, something like that? So when I heard this, of course, I was not shocked, but, you know, I was disturbed because we were all in the same generation, Generation X. So, of course, it really, like, touched me in a different way. Even though I didn't know this person, it just touched me because it's just, like, we're around the same age. And how could this happen? And so I wrote a song. The first, I wrote a song first. And the song that I wrote was, like, what happened? It was very depressing. So then I asked myself, I was like, Kiana, if you were in that situation, what would you want to know? And I thought, and I thought, and I thought. And I was like, if I was in that situation, I think the thing I would want to know is that God loves me. And like he still does, regardless of what I've done. So 
So then that's when I began writing the song, God Loves Me. It started out simple, just with words. God loves me. God loves me. Even though I don't deserve all of his mercy, but God loves me. Yes, God loves me. And that's how it started out. And so it evolved into a song called God Loves Me. And I'm excited and you're going to hear that right now. So I hope that as you listen to this song, that it blesses you and reminds you of how much God loves you.
Before I end the podcast, I want to challenge you to remind yourself each and every day of how much God loves you by saying, God loves me. You are amazing. You are awesome and you are special. And God knew this when he created you and he loves you very much. Now, I have really enjoyed our talk today and I can't believe that our time together is over. So if you are enjoying our time together as much as I am pleased to spend time with you, then I will ask that you would please go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. Now, if you want to continue our conversation throughout the week, you can come to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and either leave me a message um, by messenger or you can leave me a message in the comments. Either way, I promise that I will respond to you because I just love hearing from you. I want to just let you know we have some good news. The Music and Vibes podcast is also now available on TuneIn Radio. So if you want to go to TuneIn Radio to check it out, you can also go there to hear the podcast. Now, until next week, I do hope that you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you. And no matter what, you're going to make it through. So just remember that. Bye-bye. And I'll talk to you next week. Hope you're having a good day, whether you're winning or losing. I love you no matter what we're going